Mr. Countdown. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Chris, a.k.a. SSJ Blackrod, here with episode 102 of Should I Play That? Your gaming source for, uh, was it? All the... <laughs> I all things gaming almost, and the culture surrounding them. And the culture surrounding it. Almost almost went through without messing up. There you go, big bro. Almost. Almost. Literally literally tripped at the finish line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe in another hundred and three episodes you'll get it. <laughs> but you finished. Yeah. So yeah. clap it up. Exactly. There we Thank go. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, what's good guys? How y'all how doing? It's been another week. Yeah. It's been it's been a, it's been a long week. I would agree with that statement, Roddy. Has it been a long week? Yes, it has been the longest week. Uh, but glad that we're here doing this show because it, it always helps. Like it always helps a a, a tough, uh, trying week. I would say so. I'm, I'm happy to be here always. Mm. A little release nice. therapy. It's gonna be good. Exactly. So, um, anything stand out you want to bring up or or shout out on the podcast in the, in the last week? Because I feel like we also need to do shout outs too. You know, I guess. I guess my shout out for the week mm -hmm. is um, we we we, we uh, had our first virtual guest on. That's unfortunate, yeah. and everything went well. It was uh, it was a really good episode. Nice. We talked about uh, the, you know the stopping Asian you know hate crimes. We talked about uh, Lil Nas X's uh, Satan shoes. Um, oh yeah, the Nikes with the blood. Yeah, so so apparently it wasn't even like people were getting mad at Nike. Like it wasn't even Nikes, you know. <laughs> Did they come out? They were just like custom thing. shoes, yeah, right? It was just custom yeah. shoes. Yeah, they came out and was like, "Hey guys, uh, not responsible for this at all." Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious. Like, yeah, that that um, I need to go back. See, I saw I saw part, part of that episode, but I didn't see that particular part of the conversation. So I want to go back and listen to it because I'm I'm very curious to see where you guys landed on that. <laughs> I mean, yo, shout out to Lil Nas X. He did his job. Like, he, his his job was to get us to talk about his music video mm -hmm. and his music. Mm -hmm. like, right. That was, that was so... I haven't even heard the song or seen the video. I feel oh, like I know wow. everything about it already. <laughs> it, I think you should watch it. It's just because it, it, you should see it. <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it's awesome. Like, I think what he did was really cool. Um, not, like, with the shoe stuff. Not just because... I mean, I think the shoes look awesome. But, like... When I'm talking about just the video, like I think it's cool that he's able to express himself uh, the way that he wants and not really conform to any like preconceived notion that society may give give him. Even though he's a pretty big star, like in the in the industry, like mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's cool. Good for him. I'm happy for him. I support anything that dude wants to do. Even if it's uh, giving Satan a lap dance. Well. Even if it's giving Satan, especially if it's giving <laughs> Satan a lap dance. Um, I got you. Somebody was a South Park fan. I'm with it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our... Uh, well, actually, no. That was, I did my shout-out. What about you guys? I, my bad. I was supposed to jump into the show and not even give you guys a chance to shout-out something from your week. Yeah. Uh, shout-out to all the spring breakers out there. Uh, just out here traveling, doing what y'all do, season the year, because the last one was taken from you, I get it. So, uh, yeah, just been seeing a lot of folks recently, a lot of travelers, so stay safe out there, watch out for the cold. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Yeah, I, for my week uh, so far, uh, I would say that, you know, I've been getting into, I've been getting into a show recently that I was, I've been pretty excited about, which is uh, the Harley Quinn show, the cartoon. 
um, mm. from HBO Max. Although I guess it was a part of DC Universe or whatever that was. Right. <laughs> that was like last of the year. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Like I have enjoyed it. So initially, it was like if you don't know about it, it is a cartoon um, that it just centers around Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and like uh, basically their sort of misadventures in in Gotham. And it is it surprised me with how like poignant it is and like heartfelt in a lot of ways and also like how much of a progressive stance it is um like on a lot of things i was i was surprised about some of that stuff like it reminded me more about how like if you've seen birds of prey um that movie was okay i I didn't dislike it i definitely didn't i definitely liked it way more than i than suicide squad um but Hmm. birds of prey i thought had a very fresh take um on on superhero movies particularly ones the ones led by uh women and this show actually takes that mantle and kind of uh, runs with it even further uh to a, a relatively satisfying degree i would say actually say highly satisfying um if you are a dc fan in any way like you enjoy their heroes their world their that lore like all that stuff um you should definitely check it out even if you're not a harley quinn fan um uh, because there are so many awesome easter eggs in there um yeah. And I really, really love it. Um, so yeah, definitely. If you've not seen it, it's on HBO Max. Uh, so ch- definitely check it out. It deserves more eyes on it for sure. Um, did you mm-hmm. wait? I was gonna ask. Did you binge um, like all the way through? Like I think it's like two seasons. Now, it's right? two seasons. Yeah, I finished the first season. I haven't started the second yet. Um, I will do that soon. But I did watch them pretty fast. I think I watched it in like four days. I mean, for me, that was fast. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I watched like three or four episodes a session, and I, it was great. It was really, really good. Initially, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little, like, off-put by the level of violence that there is in the show. Like, it is extremely graphic. Like, it is probably the most graphic thing I've seen in a minute. Probably more so than a lot of live-action things, which makes sense. You could do a lot in, with, like, cartoons Mm. uh, or with animation. Um, but it is like uh, almost absurdly violent and there's profanity like almost every single second. So initially I was like, "Mm, I don't know. You guys are like, are trying a little bit too hard for the first episode, but eventually I kind of set like the, the other strengths of the show sort of shined through and I was able to appreciate like a lot more, even beyond that. Like I was able to sort of accept like, that's just what it was. Um, and it doesn't necessarily, it's occasionally distracting, but it, it doesn't damper what's otherwise, I think, a pretty excellent show. So, yeah, I still st- I still say you should check it out if you're interested, even remotely. Cool. I don't mean to check that one out. Watch. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really good. I think you guys will like it. And it will, like, 30-minute episodes? It, yeah, it's like 25, 30 minutes, something like that. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, DC usually does good animated stuff. I think I like their animated stuff more than anything else that they do, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their their animation stuff has always been like top quality. I mm-hmm. feel like they've they they've done a good job with that. You know, I think now their you know live action stuff is starting to get better. Um, but I mean, it, it's about you know ways to go. Right. So it's like yeah. a, a Marvel type of thing. And so yeah, it's just a consistency type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I think they they tried to rush it last time, so I think yeah, well, giving give, give, giving like the directors and the writers like more like just yeah, you know, creative rights to do what they want to do. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to see. One one might also say that the leader that they chose may not have been the best choice, you know, uh, you know, 
One might silly. one one might say that. <laughs> I'm not saying you. You're saying that one might say that. Who was who was the leader again? Uh, it's uh, your boy Zack Snyder. Oh, apparently yeah. he he had some put some work in though. Yeah, he 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 was like kind of the 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 grandfather the grandpappy of of the the DC universe and like he did the obviously the man of steel dawn of justice um and even though he didn't he wasn't involved in uh like what was that wonder woman like he still cast gal gadot like as as her yeah so he like sort of established the the visual narrative language of of that universe um, oh yeah, I'm not a fan of it to be honest with you. I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so yeah, like they DC wanted to position him as like the Kevin Feige of that universe, mm. um, and you know I think for what he did with Man of Steel, I think that is fine. I don't particularly love that movie, but it has its moments, and I think it's fine as like a one-off. But like after Dawn of Justice, it should have been like, nope, Zach. You should just do something else. Um, I, I appreciate his his vision, though. Like, not to go into like a whole rant about this, but like, yeah, like I appreciate what he tried to do. I didn't like it. It's not for me, but you know, mm-hmm. it's something Sometimes that exists. That's okay. Sometimes See, it's and, okay. You know what? And, and 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 I like that because uh, you have the opposite side of the spectrum where you have people that you know they they can't stand to hear people like disagree. So. It's cool. Like, like for me, it's cool seeing like all of these Zack, Zack Snyder fans like living in their moment right now with the Snyder cut. You know, the mm-hmm. is the Snyder cut for everybody. You know, I I think four hours is pretty long. I would agree. Uh, you know, it's it, but then again, this isn't like your conventional like movie release. This is more of like a like a you know, it's really a director's cut. So mm-hmm. yeah, the, the length of the movie, you know, it's wait, Rod. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, you know, you, everything you're saying was right. Oh, I was, okay. I was gonna say that. I was gonna add in there because you mentioned that, like, you know, you're really happy that Zack Snyder fans got their their time to, in the sun, and I mm-hmm. agree with that to a certain extent. Like, there are some people out there who really do like Zack Snyder's work, or they like the Justice League that he wanted to put together, and now they've got it. I'm happy for those people. I'm not really happy for the people who were like really harassing filmmakers and actors and whatnot about like and basically petitioning on every single wb thing and like really aggressively too it's not just like hey we would really like this thing it's like no we're gonna fucking dox your like you if you don't give us Zack snyder cut like there's a been some good think pieces a couple weeks ago like since the release of of the snyder cut kind of chronicling how all of this kind of came together and it wasn't all in good faith so yeah, like I that type of thing I can't condone. Like I can't really get behind that. But like for people who are just kind of casual, normal people <laughs> who who wanted this, yes, happy for those folks for sure. I think that was me. Yeah. I still need to watch it, but I feel like I was one of those people. Oh, oh, one of the normal people. Okay, I was about to say, uh, whoa, <laughs> oh no, I don't. I did not care about that movie nearly enough to do that. <laughs> gotcha. Understood. Understood. No. <laughs> I, I feel like what they what they did with uh, like flushing out like cyborg and and flash and everything like I think it was cool. I, oh, I, you talking I about the Snyder it. cut? Yeah, Snyder cut. Wait, oh, wait. I haven't seen all the Snyder cut yet. I'm just talking about the oh, original okay. movie. I did not care oh, about it enough right, so to like. I was gonna say at this point we could all agree that the original one was trash. Yes, we know it. Fans know it. The haters know it. Everyone knows it. Like that that movie was trash. So. 
Man, That's why they don't even call it Justice League anymore. It's just the Snyder Cut. Yeah. I, I, oh man. So, with it not being, I mean, it's, 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 I don't think it's spoiler to talk about, like, things I wanted to see. In the yeah, game. it's fine. Okay. So, what I really would have loved to see them do was, you know, just to set up the what if, you know, this takes off and becomes really successful. Let's start off the movie, like, at the end of like the original Justice League, you know, ending, and like have the Flash be like, "No, this still doesn't feel right," type of thing, and then like go back in time, use the Speed Force to like, you know, do like a redo, and that's what causes the changes. See, I like that idea, but that removes Flashpoint from the future scenarios. He has yeah. to learn that lesson about like you can't mess with the timeline, Barry. Well, what if what if him doing it then leads him into doing it again and like really really messing things up? Ah, like it worked once, let me try it again, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. That's a good no, idea, though. I like it. There's just so much they, they they could do with it, but you know, at the same time, I don't know, like whether or not. I know they gave him money to do reshoots, but well, like, was that in the realm of possibility to do something like that drastic? You think time travel would have been a bit too soon, considering we just got Infinity? It's it's all it's all about uh wait you talking about like Infinity War? Yeah, or Endgame. Or Endgame? No, no I don't think no, because I mean that's part of the, the Flash's character. That's it's true. Like he, that's one of his abilities. So hmm. I think setting up the notion of the time travel, which I mean they sort of did in the movie. They didn't explain um, it in the movie, the original cut, though, did they? He just did it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, there's, 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 there's always people, you know, like us, that sort of sit back and like, oh, well, I would have done it like this. <laughs> I don't want to get into that conversation. Theory crafting for saying. another day. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into our What You've Been Playings. Um, pretty much, we love starting off the show talking about what we've been playing over the past week. And um, it's... <laughs> If, if you caught last week's episode, <laughs> it's about to be more or less the same. Yeah. <laughs> James, yes. Second verse, same as the first. Following up with our superheroes. I've been playing on the Marvel side of things, Avengers. Um, really just grinding out, not really doing super long sessions. My goal currently is just to get all the character passes up to one. Uh, to get my characters to 150, get my character passes maxed out. So basically what a character pass is, is like a battle pass for any type of um, free-to-play game that you'd find on like a Call of Duty or a Fortnite. But the rewards for this one are um, premium currency, different nameplates, um, and different costumes, most, like, most importantly for me. Just because like, that's part of the fun of superheroes, all the different outfits that they get. Um, and so the way that the system works is all the base roster, the first uh, six Avengers... Those passes are free or included in the price of the game. So as you go down the tier of the cards, you unlock certain different um, resources and packs and that sort of thing. But then when you get to the DLC characters, which are still free to play, if you want to unlock everything on their battle pass, you have to pay for that with the currency. And it's like 10 bucks per character pass. And who wants to spend that kind of money? So thankfully, the way that the game is set up, you can earn... I think you earn like 1,200 currency per battle pass. So you can essentially pay for each of your characters by completing the last one. 
and mm. then you still get money from each patch you complete, even if you already paid for it. So it's kind of like a pay up front, and then you get your money back type of thing. Mm. And so I've just been going through the original roster, focusing on getting their dailies done, just building up my resources. And it's going pretty smoothly so far. I've racked up about 2,400 credits, so two different DLC characters. And that's all the DLC I have. <laughs> so we're good for now. But I'm just going to save up for um, Black Panther and Spider-Man. And the game is still fun. The roster is big enough that I can rotate through the characters on the daily and not get bored. Even though I am still kind of doing the same missions over and over again. At least the combat's varied enough. It doesn't feel so samey. Mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, I could definitely see if you, like, went hard on this game at launch, why you'd be bored out of your mind right now. Because once this pass is done, I don't know what I'm going to be doing either. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, that's fine right now. So I'm playing it in spurts, using it to kind of wind down throughout the week. Just hop on, play a couple, do a couple of dailies, and then go about my day. But it's just a fun little, little time waster for now. I'm liking this, though. And that's really all I've been playing. It's been a lot of work besides that. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I, you know, we talked about this last week, like, I, um, actually, no, we talked about this off stream, but I rented Avengers, so, you know, seeing how much fun you're having with this, I was mm -hmm. like, you know what, let me go ahead and pick it up, and I ordered it, it's, it's gonna be, in, it's in mail, it's gonna go. at some point, yeah, so, you know, we'll get, get some, of, you know, some of that in, and I guess try and balance out, like, you know, me playing, you know, Halo still, and, what yeah, we we got to get you guys to the uh, the three player co op and four player co op so I can hop in there. We are getting really close actually to that. You guys are almost done with two already too. We're about halfway, I think, or almost halfway. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I'm surprised we got this far this quickly. Mm. That's awesome though. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to get into like the three-player co-op stuff, because I think once you add more than two into any of those campaigns, it gets, like, insane. Like, in a good way. Mm, insanely fun? Yes. Insanely difficult? Yes, no, insanely fun. Like, okay. they, they open... Like, just because the later games are so much more open uh, in terms of... I mean, I think the first two are, like, have their sandboxy moments, but they that really starts to, to get to, the, to be that case in three onward. So mm. that, that'll be super fun. I'm I'm looking forward to playing the three again. Like I I remember enjoying that game for the most part, and then we got to that that one part towards the end. It's not a fun time for me. <laughs> yeah, the second to last level kind of sucks. Yes. <laughs> I was like, man, this game is so great. Why? Yeah. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny that you say that. Sorry, Chris. I didn't mean to dominate like your conversation here with. Oh, no, I'm over here struggling trying to get the video. <laughs> um, I, I just, while we're on the topic of Halo 3, so that's where I'm at right now. Like, I'm actually at the, almost at the end of 3. So what I've been doing, I don't know if you guys, I, well, I, I know Chris knows, but what I've been doing is, um, because, like, I play games weird. Like, I, I like to, it's hard for me to, like, if I want to be invested in a story, I usually don't play something co-op. Because it's very hard for me to focus on a, on a, story or like really envelop myself cooperatively like it's very rare that that will happen it's happened before to a few select games but most of the time if i want to like really enrapture myself in something then i will kind of do something solo and so i've been kind of on my nostalgia kick alone but with chris it's been fun because like i get to 
play the game how I really want to play it, which is through Legendary. I don't want to frustrate myself by playing, trying to play this shit solo, um, mm-hmm. which is really what prompted this in the first place. Um, that like I really wanted someone to play through these with on my own. Um, and as I've been going through three, what you just mentioned about like being excited to check that out, I've kind of gained just a new appreciation, or I should say a reappreciation of a lot of this franchise in different ways. Um, and three has maybe been like the biggest for me because mm-hmm. I remember three, like these games are games I've, I've played dozens of times already. So it's like, honestly not a big deal. Like me playing it alone and then playing it again co-op is not like a big deal because again, I, I played them, you know, so many times already, but like going through three has been a really great trip because I think in some ways I, I've heard, always heard people say that it's their favorite Halo campaign. And after nearly completing it at this point, like, I think I understand why. Before I was like, mm, man, really? How? Like, it's good, but really the best? But now I think I, I get it. I don't know if I could say that personally, but, like, I understand that perspective now. Mm. Because you have so many areas. I think that the beginning of a lot of their levels in 3 are spectacular. Like, just the setup. Halo does big set pieces well. We've said that on this show, like, plenty of times. But Halo does set pieces really, really well. Um, and, of course, with 3, you'll see sort of, like, the limitations of the 360 hardware. But I'm actually pretty impressed with, A, how good it looks on an Xbox Series X. And also, um, just the scale that they did try to emulate. Like, even back then on the 360. So even though the, mm-hmm. the screen isn't filled up, like, you know, with... It's not like Musou-like, like a Hyrule Warriors or like a Persona Strikers or something. Right. But, like, they are there. the enemies that are there are utilizing that classic Bungie Halo AI who are really, really intelligent, um, who will duck, weave you through your grenades, um, who will call out to others, who will try to flank you, like, even on normal mode. And it's, like, that's what keeps bringing me to this game. Like... It's it's des- it's destiny really like it's old destiny in a lot of ways like if you appreciate the gameplay from that like I think you you would really love this and I'm speaking more generally to anybody who hasn't played Halo for whatever reason like it's definitely something to check out in that regard um, and I, I just love how open those levels are too in Halo Three um, it's it's really something. Um, and you get so many vehicles too. Like you get mongooses and pelicans. Yeah, and all sorts that was of cool probably what I remember the most about that game. Yeah, yeah. Like I just finished a level like you know um, yesterday where it was like uh, you, it's it's I think it was called the Ark, and it was almost reminding me of uh, the Silent Cartographer from the first game, which was that beach level. Mm-hmm. And you basically go through the the shore of this place that you're at. And, like, you're just going from area to area, just, like, with your Marines, like, you know, they're just oorahing in the back. Like, it's just fucking awesome. Like, people got rockets. It's, it's, it's wonderful. And it, that, that's the moment. That, to me, has been Halo 3. Like, just above and beyond. It's very rare that you're actually even alone in the game. And that's different from the other Halos. Like, occasionally they'll drop people in with you. But for the most, for a lot of it, though, you're, you're by yourself. But you have your computer buddies with you for, for the long haul. And that's. That's pretty cool too. So, anyway, sorry, Chris, I completely, you know, <laughs> jacked your segment there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I. All right, so, well, let's talk about our legendary like run through of Halo One. Yeah, sure, because we finished that. that. Yeah, you finished that, and you know, you, you asked me like, you know, what, what were my thoughts? Yes. You know, after finishing that, and I feel like 
you know, for the for a game to be like, what is it? Halo is what twenty twenty years old. Years? It's it's twenty. Yeah, November tw- two thousand one is when it came out. Yeah, so it's it 20, 20, 20 years old this year, and for it to sort of like still like hold up the way it does, like of course you know we're playing you know the this uh, HD collection. Of course they like they remastered it and everything, but for like the the fundamental game to like still be intact, like the way it is, like it's essentially the same game, just it looks better. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, like it it still like it still holds up. Like of course there are some things that are dated, you know uh, having. You know, after your shield going out, having like the health, having to like find health packs, mm-hmm. like you know, that's something that was like super like you know two thousands. Like, you really feel that like that's like old school shooter mm-hmm. uh, like shooting mechanics. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I really appreciate like that way of you know playing because you know you you couldn't be as reckless. I mean, you know, of course we were playing legendary mode, mm-hmm. so like we should we couldn't have been too reckless. But having, like, you know, that, oh, wait, I can't just sort of, like, go run behind. Like, of course, you know, I could go run behind a cover, but, you know, it, it, I don't know. I feel like the like, stakes were higher. Like, mm. mode. Yeah. And and by having, like, you know, like, uh, like the health. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's cool, but, like, I'm so ready to jump into Reach. I'm so ready to assassinate people. <laughs> I am. Mm-hmm. That's what, I, that's what I'm waiting for. So, like, when we jumped into Halo 2, you know, just seeing, you know, of course, the anniversary edition uh, collection, mm. the anniversary edition of this, how how well they, like, they redid, like, the cutscenes. Yeah. The cutscenes are literally night and day. Yeah. Like, it's, you know... They're completely like, CG now. Yeah, it's, it's basically what we thought we saw back when, <laughs> you know, we originally seen it. That's always a cool moment when they're able to get that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like they were able to... It reminded me almost like the effort that they just went to for the HD remake for one and, Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's like the exact same spirit, but in a completely different coat of paint. So it's not, it feels familiar, even though it looks very different. Very cool. Yeah, and, this, and, this, and it was really cool just being able to watch the cutscene and hit that button to swap back and forth. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing like the, uh, like the the upres, mm-hmm. you know, HD version compared to the you know the original version. Yep. So yeah, like it's, it's you know, it's, I, I I appreciate that, and then of course I appreciate them adding like the new weapons and stuff in in the game. Uh, you know, we got the the battle rifle is in this one, mm-hmm. and is just so useful. Like it's, you know, at this point of like us playing through these games, like I'm really sitting back, appreciating like level design and, um, you know. We just finished the, I think, was it last night or the night before last we played? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were, it, it's, I forgot what, like, what's the name of the level? Um, it, was like, it was like the second or third level, I think, where essentially you're jumping on top of, like, this, like, walking tank. Oh, the Scarab. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Scarab. And I was like, you know what? This area that we're in is so big, I don't have to jump down. Like, I actually just keep, like, going off to the side. So Rod, he went and jumped down on the thing and while I was like pretty much still on like the, the buildings like the rafters and I was just taking sniper shots that mm-hmm. way so just doing doing small things like that mm-hmm. it's you know I, I love I don't think I was able to you know do something different and still get you know where I needed to go make it allows you to play the level your own way exactly and that was huge back in the day too 
Like that wasn't a thing that you typically saw in games twenty years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's just stuff that we see now. Like we, we, you know, we sort of take it for granted. So it's cool playing an older game and seeing that. Yeah, that's that's a sentiment that I've had. Like, has a has Halo. It's ironic that the original subtitle for the first Halo is Combat Evolved. Has the industry evolved past Halo? Like, that's a question that has consistently been on my mind as I've gone through these games. And I'm not sure that's one that, like, I'm ready to answer at the moment because, like, I'm still still pondering that myself. And I, I I don't know if I have a good response. Maybe after, you know, we finish all these games, I'll have a better idea of that. Um, But... Yeah, it, it, that is something that, interesting to think about, especially what you guys just bring up about even that little anecdote with, like, you know, taking a different route while letting your buddy, you know, do whatever he's doing. Um, yeah, so that's 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 the question I've, I've always had. Um, and one that I'm curious, like, how you felt, specifically, specifically, Chris, because your sense of nostalgia has come from the later games. So, mm-hmm. you know, the things like the assassinations. I do think with Halo 2, you were able to get more of that because... Ghosts have boosts now. All vehicles have boosts, with the exception of Warthogs. Um, dual wielding. Things that became staples later on in the franchise are mm-hmm. present in Halo 2. So I do think like, like what you saw later, like in Reach, which, by the way, I think you're going to fucking love Reach. I gained a huge new appreciation for that game. Um, but yeah, all of that, I think, will come into play, especially with Halo 3, because they have the ordinance drops. So you could do things like drop regenerative shields. um mm-hmm. Like, the barriers, even, like, power drains, that gets, like, elevated in Halo Reach, where you have, like, permanent ordinances that you can choose between, like, loadouts, like, sprinting, uh, jetpacks, things like that. That's still, that's never going to be not funny to me. The ability to run is a power-up. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I, isn't like, that wild? No, I mean, so, so, I know, like, that's funny and we're laughing, but, like, that's the kind of, that's why I keep thinking, like, has the industry kind of gone past Halo at this point. Like, when you go back and, and, and play these Halo games, there's no ADS. There's no sprinting. Like, it's mm-hmm. old school, old school. And I'm not even saying, like, that's a bad thing or a good thing, really. It's just it's just an observation that, like, I, I don't know. Like, that's, that's a great point, you know? When you say move past Halo, do you yeah. mean, like, taking the things Halo have done and improved upon it? Or, yeah. or just, like, it, there's no, like, need for the building blocks Halo has anymore. Like, would... Ooh, That's a good question, too. Yeah. Um, I, I think what I really mean initially is is the former. So, like, I think... Yeah, so, is it a case of people have taken Halo's DNA and improved upon it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, therefore, not making Halo as essential as it is now. Because I don't know how much argument there is nowadays for, like, when Halo 5 came out... There was no, there's not like fervor for that anymore. I mean, even when Halo 4 came out, that wasn't like Halo 3 was the apex, I think, of game hype releases. Like, I remember that around mm-hmm. 2007. Oh, Chris, you seem like you <laughs> disagree on that. Um, I, think, I don't know. I feel, to, to me, I think Reach was up there. Like, it was yeah, so Reach was pretty Reach. fire. Yeah. I just, I, I remember. It was up there. It I, was definitely, yeah. I, I, I think it was, you know, you know cheap. Finishing the fight, like that. Yeah, the like mm-hmm. I'll I'll forever remember that. Like I remember 2007 November. Like you know, I remember the new the 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 multitude of news articles or not articles, uh, uh, reports of people like standing in lines. And granted, we had those with other games, but this one was just utterly massive. Mm-hmm. And it was like the time too when Bungie. A lot of people forget Bungie really pioneered a lot of the 
uh, console online space. Like they had Bungie Net where you could like Bungie.net where you could like record your games, go into the custom browser. Like that wasn't stuff that you could easily do back then, like on a lot of games. Like a few and a lot of companies took notes from them at that time and did mm-hmm. it. Really Halo two started it on console and Halo three perfected it pretty much up to that point. And so I do agree with you, Reach. Like, I mean, uh, Chris, Reach, <laughs> I do agree with you. Like, Reach was definitely, like, high up there. I just think that there was... I was also going to say, um, mm. you can't forget about, like, you know, competitive gaming, too. Like, I think Halo, like, has, like, a... It, for a while, had, like, a really big, you know... Stranglehold. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But then, like, it sort of fell off after... After Reach, definitely, I think yeah. it fell off. Well, gee, there was such a, there was such a, there was such like a, such a dislike towards four. Yes, that I feel like they, they tried to, you know, come quote unquote come back uh, with Halo Five and sort of, I don't know, like I, 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 I was never like a competitive Halo, you know, player or whatever. Right. But like, I mean, I, I, I still played enough where like I could sort of like there's a, a difference, like we like just feeling. Uh, just the, the feeling of the game was different. Um, yeah. So like, I'm really interesting. I'm really interested to see where, like, what strides they take to do in Halo. Uh, yeah. Because like, if they if they want to get back on top, they're gonna have to like do something different. So does that does that mean we're gonna see you know Halo Infinite um, Battle Royale? I knew you were gonna say that. I knew that's what. <laughs> I thought that's what they were doing. Honestly, I thought we had confirmation yeah. that they were doing that. Or we Infinite's the Battle Royale. Yeah, like it, or at least like a separate mode. I don't think they're getting rid of like Slayer and SWAT. Oh no, 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 yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, I think <laughs> the grappling hook, to my to my understanding, is supposed to be like the game changer. Mm-hmm. Verticality. Yeah, exactly. It's bringing verticality to the combat. Something that Halo has kind of kind of had or tried to have with like some of its level design in multiplayer, but like it can't. With a grappling hook, though, you can make that more immediate for the player. I can't um, wait to like <clears throat> snatch a banshee out of the sky with a grappling hook. Yeah, so like that's a really great example of what I think they're going for when they when they think like how do we change the the gameplay like fundamentally. Um, mm. That's that's the kind of scenario I'm imagining that they're coming up with in the boardroom. Like, you know, like okay, this that is something you could do. You could pull items, weapons, people. Like uh, we mm. saw that in the in the demo. You know, uh, as as loved as that trailer was. Uh, you know, <laughs> we we saw a lot of that. What's up, James? Oh no, I was gonna say I personally did not hate the trailer. Yeah, I didn't hate it either. I'm with you. Like I I get it that it wasn't as polished as like a Halo guys, but yeah, again, it wasn't the finished product either. Right. It's kind of how that goes. I'm with you. I am 100 with you. And so that's I hope that Infinite is is the thing. Cause I think that Halo, as soon as Bungie left, like that franchise uh, died down a lot. Um, I agree. Yeah, and I and think I, that was that was that key you were talking about, like what mm-hmm. changed between Reach and Four, mm-hmm. developer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully they bring it back. I'm looking for even despite everything I've heard about Five, um, I'm looking forward to checking it out just to see for myself because I I did not play Five, um, and someone who was like a big Halo fan back in the day, like that is a, a big deal, and I think speaks to the popularity of that franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just its place in the industry now. I don't think that, like, there's any question. It's just not what it was before in terms of, like, name. When people say Halo, I just don't think it has it holds that same weight that it used to. I agree. So so maybe we haven't evolved past Bungie. Yeah, that's true. Wow. 
Because, yeah. I mean, okay. Destiny just took Halo and ran with it, right? Right. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's a, that's a great point. Um, yeah, I, I really <laughs> wonder. Like, what, we'll, we'll see, I guess. We'll, you know, are we supposed to be getting it this year? I think so. Well, that's what they say, and I believe it. Um, James, I don't know if you said that you were doubtful, right? Like it would be coming this year. I, I don't know. I feel like they they've done a lot of reworks, is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. But again, you've been getting the um, the updates with what they've been working on, so maybe you can have a better picture of like how close they would be than mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I've been following like the monthly updates that they've been doing, um, li- like this year, and they've been substantial. Like the one from March was the audio stuff, which is great for me. I, I love uh, the sound design, and it only gets better in in later games. Um, and I just want to hear more of that soundtrack. The snippets that we've gotten so far are really excellent. I mean, they've got they had an extra year. I think the game that we're going to get is largely going to be the same one that we were going to get last year. Like the mm-hmm. game to me is it would be content complete. I just think that they're going to polish up certain aspects of it, um, you know, for for better consumption. That's my that's my guess. I got you. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, then probably yeah, I could see that happening this year. Then I just wasn't sure how far back they went when it came to like fixing things. Mm-hmm. I know. That is true. Right? That, if you don't have grip ball, don't come back at all. <laughs> yeah. I, am, I am so upset I missed that uh, rotation. Yeah. Oh, I was pissed. Yeah. After one week, bro, one week. Didn't they even took get it to off. play. Mm. So is that what they do every week? They swap, swap uh, the playlist out? Yeah, yeah, it happens every week. So, And I think it happens on Thursday, so I'll, I'll, we'll have to check tomorrow. When is Griff ball? <laughs> see, see if it's on yeah see if it's, if it's on like some sort of like schedule i'll, I'll check it out so yeah, that's i feel like that's what we've been playing like we said you know it's more or less of a, a repeat of last week but you know just sort of like i like like we both said you know there's a, a new appreciation towards these halo games um you know there, there's there's also like other games you know i'm supposed to talk about ghosts but that's more or less the same guys I'm still enjoying the game. I'm taking my time with it. Um, I'm surprised you didn't finish the story yet. I haven't finished the story yet. And, like, I decided that, you know, just for the sake of the story, I'm just going to, like, once again, like, keep playing the way I'm playing, where, like, if the side quests are there, or if it's, like, the side quests involving, like, the side characters that are, like, following the main character around, I'll do those. Just so that I can get, like... Like, there isn't, like... This game doesn't have, like, multiple endings, does it? No. Uh, well, it, it's Ooh. got two. There are two, but it's very easy. It, it you will not. It, they're not. It's not missable in the sense of like, oh my god, I didn't meet the requirement to get this ending. No, it will be very obvious. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. And I and I sort of think I know where that <clears throat> choice comes from. Okay. Mm. So we'll see. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, I we're gonna talk about some other games that I sort of. Well, there's one other game that I wanted to play this week, but like just based on time and like work, and yeah. Trying, trying to, trying to stay on top of things, you know. Monster Hunter Rise will be played. Oh right. It will be played soon. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, same. I can't, can't wait to jump into that game, but I already have too much, time, and I, I want to finish games this year. Like I want to be able to like, you know, say that I can complete games. Yeah. Is that the resolution? Yeah, because, I mean, for the most part, depending on the game, like, I'll get to a certain point and just stop. I'm like, all right, 
I've had my fill. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, that's healthy though. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, don't do what you, yeah. don't do what I do, which is force yourself through shit you, you don't like for 40 hours. Don't do that. Oh, no. Don't days gone yourself. Yeah. <laughs> which apparently is okay. Quick topic. It's going to be yeah. free next month on PS Plus, yeah. mm-hmm. but isn't it already part of the Plus collection? Yeah, it is. I think what they're doing is it's for PS4 people as well. So uh, like if you if you're if you don't have a PS5, like it's still a benefit for you. Well, oh, okay. benefit. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. You know, you know, once I have absolutely nothing to play, <laughs> I've been meaning to like re-download that. But once again, I have to have nothing. For, 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 <laughs> fortunately, there are like hundreds of other games on your list. Mario Galaxy being one of them. Yeah, By the way, happening, Roddy. <laughs> oh, today's the last day. It's Happy the last death day. day, Mario. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so but Chris, that game is that so game weird. is better than it was when it launched. Galaxy. I, no, Galaxy. um, no, Days Gone. Days Gone. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's better. So wholeheartedly, you can that, say that. That and then play, playing on a PS5, like having like the the constant frame rate and like it like, and load times better. and. Load times, yeah. Yes. Like it, should, it should theoretically be. Better. I would, we'll I would, I would love to hear that. I can't wait, honestly. Like, I can't wait till you play that game, and I just get to hear you think, talk about it. I think my, I, I think I only gave that game like an hour. That first, first girl. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the first. Oh, no, those three hours. Three hours. Because okay. I at least, I, I at least got to like, maybe like the second camp. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it gets good after hour fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. Just treat it like a JRPG. Know. It'll be fine. No, but those are fun, though. Um, I, you know what I, I meant to get to, actually, was uh, I wanted to get to Disco Elysium. I wanted to play that game. Oh, but yeah. That, uh, that director's cut looks sick. Yeah, it looks awesome. Oh, but is, a, that, is, that, is that out? It's out. It came mm-hmm. out on uh, Tuesday. But apparently the PS5 version is not good right now. Like, it has no. a lot of- yeah, it has a lot of problems, so I think I'm just going to hold out until they, they patch it. Wait, is it free PC, PC upgrade? Yeah, it is. Oh, never is. mind. I'm good. Redownloading this. Oh, you guys got it on PC. I, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. We mean to get back to the game, and uh, now, now that this director's cut is out, yeah. this is the time. Make that download again, real quick. So, I was going to say, once again, uh, Mario Galaxy gets pushed back. <laughs> oh my god! So, are you actually gonna buy Galaxy before you move on? Are you gonna buy Galaxy? Like it's literally—I think you have two hours. You need to do it now. <laughs> I'm gonna—I'm gonna find this game. I'm not fucking buying this game. Oh man! Fuck, fuck! Fuck you, Nintendo! I'm not buying your goddamn game. Well, twice. Maybe once COVID is over, I'll let you borrow my copy. I bought a physical one. <laughs> I bought a physical one too. I just can't find it. Oh, maybe I How shouldn't give it to are you. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. Oh yeah, don't let him borrow it, bro. Who's Josh here? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, prob- it's probably like still in the GameStop bag that I bought it in. Wow. Wow, Chris. Wow. I trust you. Where is the GameStop bag is the question. I bet you if I find that, I'll find, I'll find the game. Wow. So, okay. So let's, so let's go ahead and try to use the Wii. We're going to start off with uh, uh, Xbox's indie event. The, the ID at Xbox. Yep. Right? That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I've always been know. concerned about that. Is that id or is id with the lowercase i? It is with the lowercase i. Okay. So, so id. yeah, um, so yeah, so this indie event, 
Um, I missed this one. Uh, Rod, I think you caught this. Anything good from Yeah, you? yeah. I caught um, – I had missed it initially and went back and watched some highlights. Um, yeah, there were, there were a lot of things. So a couple, couple key items about this event is that, um, first of all, 20 of the games – or I think it was like more than 20 – uh, are going to be on Game Pass day one. So they did announce that straight up. They were like, hey, um, we even got the list for that. I'm not going to read out like the whole thing, but uh, there are a number of games that will be there day one. Now, what I was hoping for was that we would get 12 minutes. They did actually show a little bit of that, but we don't have like a date for it yet. 12 minutes is that time loop game with, um, I think, William Defoe. Yep. Okay. And, and so, um, Daisy Ridley, I think. Daisy Ridley? Okay. Yeah. Really like those two. I'm interested to hear them in a video game, especially one like this. Um, I think that game looks fucking awesome. That's, like, probably my most anticipated game, assuming it is coming out this year. It just, like, that concept, I'm just a sucker for that type of thing. Um, they did show off Stalker 2. So if you are interested, that's, like, probably their biggest franchise i think that they announced here these were like indie titles but this is like the biggest most pre-established thing that they showed um no set month on that or uh, yeah no set month but we do know it's coming 2021 and it will be on game pass day one so that is also super nice um they showed a lot of just like smaller things um in terms of a lot of things that i hadn't heard about like this game called rust Have you guys heard about this mm-hmm. yeah i've heard of rust Russ? Okay. Yeah, it was uh, the. It's been on PC for a long time, I think. Minute. Yeah, yep. for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I'm actually interested to kind of get into it. I'm not really. I'm not super hard and in, core into the survival genre, but like this one, I've heard enough about that it interests me. Um, that, and there's another one called Death's Door, which apparently it's from Devolver Digital. And they actually, it devolves a lot of, uh, no pun intended, uh, derives a lot of uh, uh, inspiration from Zelda. So really neat art style to it. I thought it looked really, really neat. Um, I don't know if this one is coming to Game Pass day one, but it will be here summer of, of 2021. So I highly recommend anybody who didn't check this thing out there's a two and a half minute like recap video where you can see snippets of a bunch of these games um so you don't get in depth on anything but you can at least kind of see a lot of the interesting graphical styles that a lot of them have um i'm just i i continue to be impressed with with the indie scene uh from these big publishers like the ones that they choose to highlight um and id at xbox i wasn't super high on at first like when like from last generation but they seem to be getting that that old old school style summer of arcade feel back where like Microsoft is, is really hot on their 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 indie titles that they choose to highlight. I feel like Sony's been on their their shit uh, last gen with that, um, and so it's nice to see like Microsoft didn't forget about the the indie crowd. So um, yeah, um, James, what about you? Did you see anything? Um, I remember. Oh, I remember the game I was talking about before. Um, Death's Door. Oh, that not was Death's it. Door. Not Death's Door. I'm sorry, oh. Demon Turf. That's the one. Oh, Demon Turf. Okay. Okay. Um, it's like a 3D platformer, kind of has like this pixel art style to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like an early like N64 kind of 3D platformer, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of something that's always been near and dear to my heart, like Banjo Kazooie, those type of things, Gex, and all that stuff. So I'm excited to see what that game's like. Yeah. Um, it's got like you know different kind of power ups, different kind of forms you can transform into, and I remember seeing that, I think last summer. 
Mm. Um, it's not going to come to Game Pass, unfortunately, day one, but it should be coming out this year. So there's that. Um, what was another one that I saw that was really interesting to me? Um, I think the only thing I saw that was um, what was like, it, oh, okay. nobody saves the world. I'm sorry. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, nobody saves the world. And that seems cool because it's like instead of a skill tree, you get a form tree. Yeah. And so you can, like, mix and match abilities from different forms to use those to complete puzzles in combat and that sort of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that game looks awesome, too. Like, I was really impressed with, with what they've shown here. Um, I, I think if you like indie games, if you dig them at all, like, I think there's, you'll be happy here. Especially with the news that they're coming to Game Pass. Like, a bunch of these are, are going over to Game Pass. Like, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't, it's hard to knock that. Like, you'll be able to hop in and try it at will. Day one. Like, Spectacular. Sensational. <laughs> Sensational one might say. <laughs> and, and I feel like, and I feel like we've said this for, you know, as long as we've been doing this podcast, is that if you're not playing indie games because you feel like they're like they're not real games, they're not triple A, they're not your, you know, uh Grand Theft Auto, two K, uh, you're a dummy. Like straight up, you're stupid. Um like <laughs> Not stupid, Chris. It's, misinformed. Uninformed. Misinformed. I'm sorry. Misinformed. Um, because, like, the, the amount of... I feel like those are the same people that say that, oh, games just aren't the same anymore. You know, it's just the same thing over and over again. It's mm-hmm. because, yeah, like, you, you're, you're, you're playing the wrong games. You're playing too you're many play AAA open-world games. Open world games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, the, the AAA open-world games, games that, like, no like, no offense Sarabon, subject to she loves Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I just... Not anymore. It's 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 fallen. It's like it's it's stuck to a formula that yes they've revamped it with you know the last like couple of games and that's great. That's mm-hmm. what they were supposed to do. They're supposed to take a break and figure out their shit, and they figured it out. It's just that I guess for me, I just can't spend a hundred hours like doing the same thing. Yeah. Every game. Yeah. The way I want to think about so. indie games is I think about it like it's if somebody you knew wanted to make a game. Like somebody that came and talked to you is like, what would you want to see in a video game? You'd find that in an indie game before you wouldn't a AAA creative. title. They're definitely more creative. Right. They have to. You, you can do more with less. When you're exactly. limited like exactly. that, they have to do more. And so it looks comes out really awesome. Exactly. You you get more singular visions for for games because there mm-hmm. are less people involved. Exactly what you said. And so, I think so far, mm-hmm. our game of the years have all been indie games. Hmm. I think you may be correct on that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Katana I mean, Zero. Because when you think about it, like, you know, there hasn't been, like, a AAA game to come out and, like, just blow my mind. Right. I mean, there like, was God there, of War. There, all right, so there are Breath games that are great. And I'm not, I'm not, like, discounting those games. Like, they're, you know, you know Breath of the Wild, uh, God of War, um, you know... All of these games that are you know great by you know by their own standards, like I, I don't want to diminish that, but at the same time, just seeing teams that are smaller, teams that are like just a handful of people, be able to put so much heart into their games. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I love to see. I love to like jump into a game and, and like sort of like be taken aback by like how clever a mechanic is or like something different that they've done. Like uh, I had a friend today, you know, shout shout out to Ben. Um, he, he hit me up. He asked me some questions about Disco Elysium, so I had to put him on game on that. 
Then he also was like, um, Undertale's on sale. And I was like, yo, that's an instant cop right there. Mm. Like, Undertale is a, is, is one of those games that it's, on paper, it sort of seems super simple. But by the time you get done with your first playthrough, the game sort of, sort of twists, like, the way you sort of look at the game. Mm-hmm. So that your subsequent playthroughs at that point are going to be different. And just sort of seeing how, like, the game reacts to that. It's just super cool. And that's all I want to say about that. Just because I know there's still a lot of people that haven't played it yet. So Yeah. It's in my Game Pass folder right now. It's ready to yeah, be played. Same. I'm one of those people. Good, good, good stuff. So, uh, shout out to the Indies. Definitely wanted to say that. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, I guess these next two stories are going to be about... Um, breaking records. So we're going to start off with the Oculus Quest 2 uh, has already outsold every other Oculus headset mm. combined. That is, cr- listen, that's crazy. The Oculus Quest 2 is not even, it hasn't even been a year yet. I was about to say, it's relatively new, right? It's, it's yeah, it's six, six months? That's nuts. Yeah, about six months old. So, you know, they did a couple of great things here, which, you know, sort of leads into the reason why it sold so well. They've, um, like, of course, you know, they, they made it cheaper. They upgraded the system to the point where I feel like if, because I still have my original Oculus Quest and I still have, like, and I have my Quest 2. If I know someone sort of new into, uh, like, VR, I'm going to let them use the Quest 2. Because, you know, the screen looks better, the games are going to look better, you have more of a better experience on the Quest 2. And I think that sort of led into, um, like, more people adopting it. And, you know, I don't know if any of my Altspace people, you know, are out here watching. Which, they, sometimes they do, sometimes they, they come through live, or sometimes they'll, like, shoot me a message and, you know, say, just agree or disagree on something we talked about in the show. But seeing that virtual reality community grow so much... It's honestly like you know how um, like in certain shows you have characters that are like sort of they're sort of like gods and like they look they peer down into like a, like a planet and like they're like the planet's primitive and then like they have a conversation and then they look back down at the planet and like the the planet is like you know it's colonized and it's you know it's it's advanced civilizations that's what it feels like every time I jump back onto that goddamn game is just seeing 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 these communities grow so much and this is this is all good seeing these communities grow so much mm-hmm. seeing like you know this this group of people like collectively get bigger and bigger um and just doing really dope shit in vr uh there's you know there's two two groups i want to shout out there's metaculture and uh, the flock they're like these groups that will pretty much run events in alt space, but like to the scale of um, you know the flock, they they do movie premieres. I was able to go to one of their um, they they had like a movie premiere for some sort of documentary. So they made a room where when you like like load into it, you're essentially at a movie theater. So hmm. like you go into the theater, uh, and like just how they set up everything is like genius. Mm-hmm. Like you could you clearly hear the TV like over everybody, but like when you get close to people, you could like talk to them. Right, but, like if you move, but if you move too far, like you won't be able to hear them. Like so, how it like, works in real doing, life. Do, so, like doing stuff like that is like it. 
it it adds you know like an aspect of like you know realism that sort of sucks you into the world and then after the movie uh they loaded everyone into another world where it's essentially like a like a shopping plaza and all the stores had like pictures or like things from the movie so you know like who, who thinks of doing stuff like that these, these like people were like they're they're really creative and at this point you know of course you know you know the places are opening back up but you still have a lot of people in this country that are still quarantined so they're mm-hmm. locked inside they uh you know hello trying to stay safe mm-hmm. so um it's just it's really cool seeing you know people make art galleries people mm-hmm. turning uh you know this pastime into a business um i know a couple of other people that like started a a, a vr radio station in the game oh wow like what like that's huh. amazing i, I I, I, I love seeing I love seeing like creative people like doing things like that. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely wanted to shout that out in that story. Um, and then the second game to break records uh, is Monster Hunter Rise. You know, it's shipped four million units um, in its first weekend, which I think is a million more than World did. That's insane. Cause I thought World did really well. Yeah, same. Yeah. And that also shows that just like the amount of switches that are out there. Yeah, true. Like, yeah, to to really sh- you know ship all those units. Um, of course, like I said at the beginning of the show, um, I I don't have the time to play Rise, but once I do, like I can't wait to jump into it. I've been hearing such great things about this game. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Monster Hunter and you ever switch, get the game. If you've like watched videos on Monster Hunter or thought about jumping into Monster Hunter. This is the game to jump into it. Indeed. Even though it's on the Switch, they've done things to, like, make it work on the system, but then also, like, build on top of that. So, uh, kudos Capcom. Yeah, they're what? turning things around, for real. A few things that they're, they're getting right. Yeah. I hope... To... Oh. oh, go ahead, James. So, I'm looking forward to jumping into Rise. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. Rise myself, too. Mm-hmm. Um, probably going to do it this week instead of playing Avengers every day. <laughs> But um, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm not laughing at you. It's just the way that you said that was funny. right. But it's just kind of what my life has been. <laughs> but I'm I'm ready to get back into my um my insect glaive. I've heard they've gave it some buffs, a few changes, so you'll be flying through the sky in a couple of days. It'll be awesome. Uh, you um, guys playing it is you, making I, me want to get I it. Jan, I see James is a man of culture. Oh, <laughs> what? Yes, insect for life. That's my baby. <laughs> man. Yeah, like, I, I want to, uh, when I hear you guys talk about it, I'm like, I would like to play with my friends. Yes. Yes, you <laughs> like, would, Roddy. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, damn, that means I'd have to, like, really play Monster Hunter, like, really hardcore now. Uh, That's the thing, though. You don't have to. Yeah. Like, that you was... know, it's funny. Monster Hunter has been one of those franchises where I totally understand the appeal. I get it. I actually like Monster Hunter World quite a bit. Um but I, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't stick with them very long. Like, I bounce off of them very quickly. Mm. And I don't know why. I'm not sure what that is. Like, if I need a little bit more of a carrot on that stick, I'm not really sure what it is. But, like, I, like with the demo is a good example. Like, I, I downloaded the demo. I'm like, I want to I try this out. You know, I was curious to see if they retained anything from World or if it was just straight up, like, the other ones, like the older ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out it's, like, a little bit of both, actually. I would say more along the lines of the older ones, but it's not – there's no loading areas or anything like that. So it's not super archaic. 
Um, <clears throat> but I went in, fought a monster, died, and was like, you know what? That was pretty cool. I think I'm okay right now. Not because, like, you know, it was difficult. I actually really appreciate the difficulty of Monster Hunter. And I mm-hmm. like that <clears throat> it kind of takes that, that's, I hate saying this, but I kind of, it takes that Souls mentality of, like, you know, you learn from death. Like, that's, that's cool. That's fucking awesome. And I love a game that a game that has shipped 4 million copies has a, like, a philosophy like that in its design. That's cool mm-hmm. as fuck. Um, I don't know. What is it, 60 bucks? I might try it. I, I you know might, what I think it is, Roddy? What is it? You haven't found your weapon yet. That might be it. That honestly might be it. Because I, st- I stay on the weapon select screen for like 15 minutes going like, damn, what do I want to play? Even though mm-hmm. I can just try another one. <laughs> it, um, no, no, I get it, though. I, did, I went through the same thing when I started playing World. Mm, yeah. It was just like, an, you got so many different options. Like, what could I possibly like want to yeah. bring to this fight? Yeah. But um, you just got to find that one that clicks with you, man. Like, Insect Glaive was someone I wanted to play. I always love staff wielders. I love flying through the air. Like, mm. it's just kind of my thing. So, like, I got to figure this out. And is it that, like, the hook of this one, the Monster Hunter Rise? Like, you, you're up with these bugs that kind of, yeah, like... Yeah, okay. this is, like, mobility enhanced on this one. So, okay. I'm, I'm really loving that. I love my mobility. Y'all know this. Yeah. So, like, I think you should give it a shot. You just got to go through the weapons. Um, I guess recommendations would probably be, like... I think the bow is a good place to start. Sword and shield for a balanced approach. Um, everybody says long sword is like the anime playstyle. So if you want to be, if you want to be the anime hero, sure, the long sword sounds like me. Anime <laughs> right, anime swordsman. Um, I mean, you could be like play a bit more carefully with like a bow gun or tanky with like a lance. I think you'll find something you'll like in there. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what or I played in World Hammer. Or- or if you want to swag on people and Here. then dance on their corpse, hunting horn. <laughs> there it is. I'm oh, gonna cool. try it. I'm gonna try hunting horn, but I, I want you to have that one first. Yeah, I think on world I played twin blades the most um, because I, that was quick. I could get in, get out. That was that seemed fun. But I think I want to play something a little heavier this time. Mm-hmm. So the hammer sounded cool. Um, oh, you can do some nasty stuff with a hammer. Yeah, I don't know. I. Wait, what was that, Chris? Or the great sword? Or the great sword? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I might. Especially with like how mobile you are now with the um, with the, the, the what's the insect thing? Wire bug. Wire bugs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I I may give this another shot. Um, and, and again, that's not even me like saying I don't like Monster Hunter because I actually do. I like the franchise. It's it's a really weird thing where I I like it, I appreciate it, I understand the appeal, but it's just like I think I want to like it more than like. You actually like it? Then I, yeah, yeah. Like when I'm playing it, I'm like, damn, I'm telling myself I like this a lot. And I do. There's a lot of it that I do. World was really, really fun. But once I got through that main story, I was kind of like done with it. And mm. I never went back to like grind all the stuff, which I think is okay. You know, I don't think the mark of a great game is the fact that I need to play it for 100 hours. Like if I got 20 good hours out of a game, which I did out of World, I'm good with that. You tell a Monster Hunter player you play for 100 hours, they laugh at you. <laughs> I, I, Dude, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, like, okay, so those are rookie started. numbers. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But I think that's also, that's also another reason why you probably haven't, like, picked, like, you haven't really dove into the game. Because yeah. honestly, I feel like you get the most out of it when you know life it. Like, when you're, mm. like, trying to, when you have, like, a certain build that you're trying to go for, and, mm. like, you're, you're grounding out monsters, and once you finally, like, I think it's, like, the, 
that that flow that, state build, that, that flow state of like just you know working to get like armor that you want and then getting that armor and you're like all right bet now now i'm good now i can like take on monsters that i couldn't before and it's just it's like you're, it's like a continuous wheel like you're, you're progressively like you know doing more and then eventually you'll get to the point where like you you have what you need for that character and you can jump into another uh weapon style so mm. you know I, I'm in the same boat with you. I don't know if I could commit. I don't think I can no life Monster Hunter Rise, but at the same time, like I love the franchise enough where like I still want to jump in for like my 20 hours and you get that out of it. Because mm-hmm. apparently, like there really isn't an end game right now. You know, with Monster Hunter World, they did a really good job of uh, post release uh, uh, content uh, support and content. So and, and and by like content, like they you know they're doing. Uh, I don't know, like uh, like holiday events or uh, having like certain monsters show up for a limited time. So you know, this this is normally stuff that's usually free. Uh, of course, they did have Iceborne, which is like the expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, you know, Rise just came out. There's no word on us getting an expansion anytime soon. But that's what that, uh, that's what they usually do, though. Which is like the franchise in general. Um, you get the first game and you get the couple extra monsters and the new expansion. Some add some new mechanics. So I'm sure we'll see it down the line. Yeah, and then like the PC version of this game won't be out until next year, so we got time. So to uh, to wrap up, like you know this uh, this good news for Nintendo because I mean you know, having Rise be exclusive, like I think that's huge. I think that's you know that's that's. I wonder like who's that bigger for? Is that like of course that's great for Nintendo because like that's getting people to buy Switches if they haven't gotten it already. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. I don't know. Like I, I, I know. I guess it's good for Capcom too. I think it's better for Capcom than it's for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I can see that. I mean, sure, Nintendo gets like the new Switch model or like the deluxe edition version, and that's cool. But like a guaranteed base of that many people to buy from, and then I'm sure most people that played World have a Switch. So I feel like that installed base is already there. I think it was a good move for them. So speaking about you know the new switch, uh, there's like actual like concrete like news that this is a thing. There's a there's you know development. I mean we talked about this last week. Like the the dev kits are out there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know now there's news that this model is to support DLSX DLSS for mm-hmm. 4K and TV mode and better CPU and GPU. So essentially we're getting you know a beefed up switch for about three fifty to four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not surprised. Like it's so so for for the for the uneducated, um, Rod, can you can you explain what uh, DLSS is and like well, why should we care about that? Yeah, so DLSS is is actually it's an Nvidia um, up it's like an image upscaling uh, module essentially for, from Nvidia. Uh, so the 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 purpose of this is to it's exactly what it sounds like you're upscaling your images so even though the switch may not be native um like 4k it can at least upscale to that to get you basically to the next best thing which i would believe is 1440p but i might be mistaken on that but i'm almost positive that's that's the upscale uh 4k res um which is still pretty damn good like that's better than 1080p obviously mm-hmm. uh, and it's definitely better than the 720p that you can get sometimes with your switch games um so the that's that's the big kicker there and it's it's also that 
the DLSS is going to be for the TV mode. So that is important to note. You won't be getting that just on handheld. Um, so you would have to connect. And that fits, that fits with the rumors that we heard earlier, that this would be more of a model focused on uh, TV play rather than handheld play. Um, so I think that is significant. Um, I, I do think there's there was a significant tidbit here where the DLSS is going to be on it will have new code added to games. So that means that things that will be uh, new on Switch, which to me means that the Switch's lifespan will be likely more extended than we thought, potentially. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not saying anything definitively, but that's the idea is that maybe we get more uh, Switch content for another you know, three years, I would, I would think. Um, which is a surprise to me, kind of. Like, I would have expected something maybe about 2023, two-ish years, from now, but we but it might extend to that. Um, the newer CPU and the GPU, I think, are less surprising, but it is nice to have confirmation that those are definitely coming. Um, that price point, to me, is the most interesting part of all of this. Um, 400 is just 100 below the next-gen consoles and, well, now current-gen consoles, mm-hmm. and 100 above the Series S. So I think that's an interesting mm-hmm. value proposition personally what do you guys think i feel like when you mentioned that it sits right above a series s it kind of makes the price make a bit more sense mm-hmm. only given the fact that it's a portable system as well mm-hmm. and so like especially after something like the vita no longer being a thing that you can buy games on having <laughs> that that awesome mobile um option in the form of a switch with that OLED screen, the 720p panel, and all that other stuff, I think that's a fair price for it, what they're what they're gonna get. Yeah, I think so too. For what they're gonna get, I, I would probably agree with that. I I hope that my my hope is that Nintendo first party really takes advantage of something like this, and we see some some great looking games coming out of there. Maybe like, this is why we're not seeing Metroid Prime Four. Nah, nah, they just want to, they want us to suffer. Okay. That's, that's exactly what it is. They just want us to suffer. I was going to say Bayonetta 3, too, because that's also somewhere in limbo. Suffer. Yeah. They just want us to suffer. Suffer. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it can be anything but good. If Nintendo's be able to crank out the hits they have been with such old hardware, like, I don't see anything to hold them back now. Yeah. Yeah. And do they... And do they only offer, I don't think that they'll do this, but do they only offer the Switch Pro alongside, or no, I guess only Switch Pro discontinue the current Switch? I don't think they do. I, I could see them um, maybe streamlining, streamlining the regular Switch. I, I still say we, we call it the Super Switch. That's the Switch Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like the the Switch Lite would be for like the purely handheld people. So they have three different ecosystems, three different like yeah, three different markets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the way to do it. And, I mean, they've done it before. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting so, like new 3ds oh, yeah. vibes. That's what I was to say. Yeah, like um, mm, I see what you're saying. So yeah, re- yeah. Are they gonna? Uh, I wonder how they're going to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there a need to even do that? Now that I said I say that out loud, I know I said at first I doubted it, but now that we are sort of 
putting that out in the air, it does kind of sound weird to have three different SKUs like that, mm-hmm. all within like a hundred dollars of each other. I feel like that is odd. I feel like have. the light and the Pro Super New Switch would make the most sense. That makes sense. Yes, since it can still dock, and they went through the trouble of adding in a better mobile screen anyway. Yeah. I think you're right. I would, I would maybe, I would maybe even say it, that would be less likely if they didn't have the ability to. Because that was the rumor at first was that this version would be TV only. That's mm-hmm. that's what we thought at first. But now that we know that it is handheld too, I'm even more convinced that you're right about that. And they would discontinue the current switch that we have, uh, the regular, and only continue producing the light and the pro or super or whatever. So here's the next question. Does the light get a panel upgrade? No, I don't think no? so. The, light, the, the lights, the lights, fine exactly where it's at. So you yeah, know, you it, it, you keep the cost down. Stock, keep the cost down for it's for people that just want to do handheld. But yeah, they, they honestly don't even need to touch that. Like if if anything, I could see them. Nah, nah, don't even touch it. <coughs> don't even touch it. Yeah, I mean, I would. Like if, you want, mm-hmm. if you want anything else, you might as well just get the pro. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. kind of where where I'm at is like, you know, you get this, the light for you could get multiple for your kids or something like mm-hmm. that might be more feasible than maybe getting like one for the the home. Like you get a, a light for your kid when you want them to shut up at the dentist office or something like, wow. hey, man, that was know. me. <laughs> hey, it was me. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> um, nah, nah, you know, know what I had? <laughs> These. <laughs> else Was you knocking on the, the dentist? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> wow, trying to help you, Chris. Re- reliving some past <laughs> trauma from Chris. Yeah, <laughs> Stay out my mouth. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do think that two skews makes sense. Three might be flooding themselves a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I'm, I'm thinking about that. Because I think the Microsoft approach, like, if you look at what they're doing, that's almost the same thing. Um, the X at, what, 500? And the mm-hmm. S at 300? Yeah. the two Going after two distinct markets with two different uh, capabilities. <clears throat> or purposes, I should say. Um, and it's funny, I was, I was going to ask that question. So I was like, all right, so once this thing comes out, like, are you going to get it? You, sh- you can't. You shouldn't even like ask me that question. You really <laughs> of course I'm getting it. Of course. Easy. Yeah. If I can find it, I'm buying one. Yeah. Ooh, yep. Yes. Ah, man. You just, you, just, you, just brought, you just brought me back to reality. I'm sorry. Whole thing. But yeah. I mean, oh, apparently man. they're producing a whole lot of them, but they plan on it. Yeah. So maybe they'll have enough supply. Right now on this show, I'm saying, mm, I don't know. Like, I'm interested, but like, I don't need it. Like, I'm actually okay with where I'm at with Switch because the games that I play on Switch anyway aren't super. Like, I'm not trying to play Apex Legends on Switch. Like, it's just not. It's just but not happening. Can. But I can. You're right. I can. It's possible. But like mm-hmm. most of the games I play are, you know, smaller indie titles or I'm playing like the Nintendo focused stuff, which has great art direction anyway. And I very rarely feel like I think Bowser's Fury was the only time I played a Nintendo game on Switch where I was like, ooh, man, maybe we need that upgrade sooner rather than later. Um, but oh, even that's then. a good sign then. <laughs> true. Uh, I'm, true. I'm tired, I'm tired of playing Pokemon and it wrong like crap. Tired of playing Pokemon and it looking like a slideshow. You're talking to the wrong person, bro. <laughs> That's a game freak problem. <laughs> yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, like it's it, it's cool for four hundred. I, I don't know. Like I mean, I probably I can. I'm fortunate enough to to be able to afford that. So like I could, I would I would look into it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not something like I I need like uh, these half step consoles because I didn't get a pro and I didn't get a one X. Like I didn't get any of the half step consoles. Um, so. I don't know. I might be okay here. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. If I'm more, spoiled, man. I need it. If more games come out and start to run like Bowser's Fury, then then I would spring for one. I'm calling Breath of the Wild. I'm calling Metroid. I'm calling Bayonetta. I'm calling a new Fire Emblem. Ooh. Inevitably. Inevitably. I'm going super deep out here. Smash Melee Ultimate Edition. 4K up-res Super HD Turbo Chris. remix. <laughs> I'm calling it. It's another jiffable moment. There you go. Yes, we're doing all of it. I'll say, but that's just ultimate. I know there's a difference. It's a big difference. Oh, no. You tell a Melee player that it's exactly. not the same. I just heard it. I just heard it in the comments. I'm sorry. There you go. I take it back. YouTube King is on your ass, bro. Don't do that. I'm ready. I think that's that's got to be the big push because they've been talking about they're gearing up for something big this year. There have been rumors that Nintendo's got heat coming. Nintendo will say that and say, "All right, this is year of Toad." <laughs> Would you not play a Captain Toad too? Yo, I I want I want that the year of Toad. I want that. The year what of is- Toad. What would that be outside of Captain Toad? What what would it, like a, a day in the life of the, in the Mushroom Kingdom? A Grand Theft Auto style toad, obviously. A Mushroom be. Kingdom city builder. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say like a home, a home, de- like a decor game or something like that. Mm. All right, go on. A um, a financial simulator. You get the balance the um, Mushroom Kingdom <laughs> finances. Yeah, all these all these cakes, peach uh, peach makes. Right, <laughs> that you never see that or you never eat. see. So upset. Come on. I'm just assuming Bowser eats them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't don't even say it, Chris. I already know. <laughs> don't even say it, Chris. Bowser eat some cakes, huh? Oh yes. <laughs> Little peach pie. All right, wrap it up. Wrap, wrap it up. up. Wrap right. it up. <laughs> Rolling out the red carpet. We officially get. Should I play that? At, you know, after dark edition. Um, man, let's not get there. Let's not do that. What? She bakes a lot of things. Does she not? Is there a peach baking? Is there a baking game? No. There was a super peach game, but I don't think there were any cakes involved. That was like a side scroller or something yeah, it was like a side, that. Yeah, it was a platformer. Could apparently it was good. Mushroom. I never I never got to play it, but apparently it was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. They can keep that. So, um, <laughs> rolling up the red carpet. Jeez. Shout outs. Uh, James, what you got for us? I've got nothing. I'm good. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate you coming by to hang out with us. Um, Roddy will tell you where to find more should I play that goodness. I don't want to steal his thunder. So, uh, Roddy, what you got over there on that red carpet? Oh, man, if you liked what you heard, go ahead and check us out on all our various social media platforms as well as the platform that you can use to listen to us on. We have Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. That's actually a huge one. So if you could go leave us a comment, a rating, a like, whatever the equivalent of I like this is on that platform, go ahead and leave that for us. It really helps with our visibility, and we really appreciate you. 
102 brought to you by <laughs> Peach's Cakes. <laughs> Peach's Cakes. I take that back. Nintendo, don't don't cease and desist us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my god, we ain't even do nothing yet. <laughs> no, do nothing. We even do nothing. I didn't mean to use your likeness or nothing. Just edit it out, bro. We're not you're not gonna see this. This this is the Snyder cut. <laughs> It sounds even worse. Yes, it does. You can see more oh, of this awesomeness on um, Chris's TikTok, by the way. He's been killing the game. I just want to shout it out real quick. He, Mr. TikTok himself, does not sleep. I, 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 haven't, I haven't put out anything, I haven't put out any heat, you know, this week, but I have some ideas of stuff I want to do. So, uh, yeah, just be on the lookout. That's, once again, SSG Blackrock on everything. 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 Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Stay beastly and uh, get your vaccines. Get, let's, let's, let's go ahead and beat this pandemic so we can get somewhat back to normal. Mm. Mr. Movie Theaters. Just leave it at that. <laughs> 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 <Miss> movie Theaters. <sighs> Peace, guys. <laughs> All right, good stuff, good stuff. One done. You weren't wrong. You weren't wrong, Chris. I do miss movie theaters. Same.